0: Today, I am so excited to welcome a new friend of mine. His name is Sean Co. So welcome to the show, Sean. How are you doing?
1: I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. I hear you're out in L.A.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a little warm today. So thank goodness for air conditioning.
0: (laughs) Yes, for sure. So Sean is uh, a new friend to me. He's got a lot of fantastic strategies. You have a website out. It's called SuperheroMinds.com which is all about um, turning your mind into your superpower. So I would love to learn a little bit more about what it is that you do. Do you think you could give us a little bit of a backstory?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think like the backstory is that I always knew that I really wanted to make a difference in the world and really help people. Um, But a lot of my life felt like the King of the Hill experience from childhood, where there's a pile of dirt and you run up to the top of the hill and then you get shoved down. You run up the top of the hill and you get shoved down. And that up and down process is really draining emotionally. And so I used a lot of things to be successful, like I have to prove myself or I have to overcome my past. But these fuels didn't allow me to really enjoy the experience. And I knew that there was something deeper in my soul, like that I had more to offer to the world. And so I set out on this journey to kind of create systems to access my true potential. And through that process, I was able to really elevate all the pillars of my life and really live a very fulfilled life. And that was great, but it wasn't good enough for me because then I wanted to help people do the same thing. And so that's where this kind of was birthed from to say, how can I help people be aware of their special, unique genius? And then how can we help them decode that and really understand the the pillars and foundations of that so they can apply it to all the areas of their life so their whole life will work in unison and flow?
0: I think that's so great because a lot of us sometimes we get frustrated we're not sure how to do things and we don't really think that there's a process and then we get frustrated right so we just stop Absolutely. we stop Absolutely. even before we start to you know we just it just paralyzes us right there so I think it's great if you can have someone teach you or show you that there is a proven method and it sounds like yours is uh, you've had some yes. success with that yes. so um to be able to help someone through those obstacles so i think that's that's fantastic that you have it in small bites and maybe you can let us know a little bit more about it
1: right well because exactly what you were saying when chaos happens or when something happens that kind of throws off our balance in life our first reaction is to go back to the patterns that have been established in our life whether it's what was trained into us from childhood or what how we were trained to see the world or what we believe about the world We all go to our comfort zones and our familiars in that. And so what we want to do is be able to create very simple direct solutions that you can kind of plug and play when chaos happens so that you can keep your momentum moving forward. So you can continue to build the belief structures that will serve you moving forward, not just run to the ones that served you to this point in time, because they don't always, sometimes our belief patterns and structures kind of outlive their welcome and they don't always serve us as well as we'd like to.
0: (laughs) For sure. What would be like the very, very first, if you could just give us the very, very first step to someone um, starting out uh, with wanting to change their mindset and and overcoming obstacles, what would be the very first thing? Is it something that they would have to admit there's a problem with first, like recognize that? Or do you think um, your program like starts further ahead and maybe that person... Um, already recognizes it, but is not sure how to start, how to take that first step?
1: Well, the great thing about what I do with my clients is anywhere you're at on the journey is a great starting point. And, and so like there isn't like an ad- advancement needed to, to get on the journey, right? So we actually start much more playful than than that. So we start with what we call the daydream because what we wanna do is we wanna get a lot of clarity on where we're headed, what our destination target is. We want to get clarity on what do I want to feel? What do I want to experience? What do I want my life to be like? Because when we're pursuing something that we really desire, it pulls us towards it and it's easy to keep momentum. So the first step we always do is create clarity. So we do a lot of fun excitements that are more dream oriented. And one of the ones I love to have my clients do, I call it, wouldn't it be awesome if? And so I have them pick a time frame in the future—three months, six months, five years—and just get out a bunch of pieces of paper and write down as many realities as that would be awesome if it was a reality in that time frame. Just to I get their brand <laughs> dreaming. Absolutely, we could do it right now. And so what we do once we get that clarity, it's it gets to be really simple and direct to build a plan to get from where you're at to where you want to be. And now there's all kinds of mindset type things and focus type things that we build into that. But that's why we build out a specific unique plan for everybody that we work with. So,
0: In your opinion, for someone st- struggling with just getting started, um, sometimes we feel defeated before we even begin. Absolutely. yeah. So what kind of advice do you think you could give to somebody who's not me, who's sitting on the fence, maybe not ready to face some of the things that they've gone through?
1: What I would always tell that person is just take a deep breath. Where you're at is a great place to be, because even if you have the awareness that there's a potential to take a step forward, like that's a position of strength, right? That awareness piece is so crucial that even if it's, I don't like how what my life experience is right now, that awareness we want to celebrate, because that'll give you the ability to choose to move forward. And then what we do when we, we start to create momentum is, what is the smallest possible step you can take forward? we want that first step to be so small that it would be silly to not take it. You know, is it one push-up? Is it one glass of water? Like, it doesn't really matter how small it is. And so this is how this works. The best part of a step forward is that you physically can't take a step forward and a step back at the same time. So it doesn't even matter how big the step forward is, it guarantees that you're not moving backwards and you're not stagnant. And when we can do one tiny step Makes two tiny steps, makes three, then we have movement, and movement always leads to momentum and inevitably we get to inertia that's where the flow of life starts to take over
0: oh that's amazing like I'm sure that through your clients you've seen so many transformations from the beginning to end absolutely like is absolutely. there is there somebody or an example that you can share with us that um, really uh shows how far somebody can go between starting this and then the result that they, you know, reaching their result.
1: I mean, the most, the most fun example recently was I was working with um, one of my clients and they were really successful in business, but were struggling in all the other areas of their life, like having trouble at home with the kids and with, you know, with their spouse. And what we did is we said, how can we use what you're really good at in business and leverage that to be really good in the other areas? And we built a system in place so that everything had its place. And because the areas of their life were at tension with each other. So every time they were working, they were feeling guilty that they weren't at home. Every time that they were home, they were feeling guilty that they weren't working. And so what we did is we, we, we helped all those pillars to work in unison so that they were all working towards similar goals, like a same destination. So they weren't at tension or war with each other and building in like really ready plug and play, like plays, tools, focuses. So it's like, oh, I feel this, do this. Oh, I feel this, do this. Oh, this happens, do that. So it was really simple and direct where we could create speed and momentum really fast. And then on the other side of that, they have a happy marriage. Their kids lo- love to be around them. Their finances are in order. Their business is still doing really well. And we can do that on a giant scale. I mean, I have clients that I work with that, I mean, have multi, multi million dollar deals that they close. And then I have clients that are like, I'm just starting my foundation and I want to build towards that level. And that gets, that's super fun too because we get to build from scratch and that gets super exciting. It took me
0: a long time to start thinking in a different way. And Absolutely. because, and I didn't see it for a long time. So once I, I got to see it, it kind of, you know you go through all these feelings so first you're angry about some of the stuff that's happened or the way that you think about yourself then you believe all the stories that people tell you you believe you know you're stupid you're this you're that and when you finally get to the point that you're talking about like it's so transforming like it really that's makes sweet. you feel like like a new person and you start to live again you know and your family and like you impact so many people when you can get to that to that level you know, you're finally living your authentic life. You're finally at the place where you feel peace, I think. Like, I think it's so important. Like, I don't know, mindset and, and overcoming all those things. It's, it really does, I'm um, looking for the word that describes it, but it really does open up a whole new world, right? right. Yeah. And, and it
1: really, for me, it becomes about alignment. How do I be aligned with the person I want to be in the life that I want and the impact I want to have as a father, As you know, across all different areas, that alignment becomes really crucial because that's where that momentum comes from. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I find like in today's world, you know, everybody is so busy that you do feel guilty. Like if you're in, you know, like you were saying with business and then with home and, and it's just, you you can't be everywhere at the same time. So getting a balance and prioritizing and, and doing all those things to keep yourself healthy. Oh my
1: God. Like I need to learn.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, but you know, there's always new things to learn, right? Well, and
1: one of the things to remember is where you're at on the journey is just where you're at. Like it's an incredible place to be. So I teach my clients to have a, a neutral assessment of where they're at, which means it doesn't have to be good or bad. And we can learn to talk about where we're at from strength as opposed to weakness. And what it does is it changes the fuel in our engine. Instead of like, I have to overcome this, it comes to what am I pursuing and building? And it feels different the minute that we don't have to navigate the good, bad emotional conundrum.
0: Do you ever have a client that like, for example, doesn't, uh, wants to improve certain things, but doesn't really know what their end goal is? Right. Like, do you ever get, do you know what I mean? Like sometimes we know we don't like the, where we're at, but we don't really know because we have never experienced the other side.
1: Absolutely. We
0: don't really know how, how, what we should be striving for really. Like if you've never been there, how do you know? So do you ever
1: run into that? Oh yeah. We run into this all the time. And so a lot of the dream exercises will tease this out. And now one of my superpowers per se is to be able to navigate that confusion for people. And so I can pull out those things when I'm working one-on-one. But what I always try to tell people is start smaller. Think of it as a staircase. If the top of the staircase is a little blurry, let's define the next step. It's still movement, it's still moving forward. And sometimes when we shrink the frame, it becomes a little less overwhelming to try to decide what we want. Sometimes that big, big want can be super overwhelming, and a lot of times it could be because we don't believe we deserve it or we don't know how to get there or we've never seen anybody do it, you know, and, and, or maybe we've never done it. And so sometimes if we shrink that focus down to like, what does three months from now look like as opposed to a year from now? What does next Monday look like as opposed to six months from now? Like, and, and that can de-overwhelm or, you know, kind of take away some of that overwhelming feeling that keeps us stagnant.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm Sometimes I feel that, I, I completely agree, like, I- I haven't had the experience that you have, um, but for me, sometimes it can be a challenge like personally to, well, once you start on the small steps, it does help you move forward because you can see, like you're saying, you can see the positive changes, but when you're at the beginning, sometimes you can feel like you don't want small steps. You just want to get there. Right. Absolutely. So I think sometimes you have, to, even before you start, I find that you have to really get rid of that thought because right. you can, nothing is going to come from zero to a hundred that fast. So Oof. yes, I agree with what you're saying when it comes to taking the small steps and, and reaching that cause you feel so good when you've reached that baby step. Right. But some people that are really struggling, I just find are having a difficult time and don't want to put in all that time, you know, they don't want to. So I'm just trying to think maybe what we can do or say in case there's somebody out there like that right now, listening, what can we really say to that person to, you know, not really to convince them, but to make them understand that you do need to change that before you're ready to start, because otherwise you won't start, you know, I think once you start and you take those steps, you're going to be, you know, you're going to succeed. You're going to change your life. But it's that one step before the person it's just like when you want to buy a course online or something you know you're kind of stuck in that spot where you're not sure if you want to put the time in right or the money or it's just that one i feel like if we can get over that one hurdle and and make people understand that it's not an instant overnight and don't expect that it's not going to
1: happen right
0: what is it i don't know what is the one thing well so
1: so that process is a little bit more intricate that you're talking about but, but some of what we would talk about is what does that goal represent to you or what does that step represent to you to kind of understand what's behind it? And this is where we would probably get into some belief structures, right? Like it is possible to be grateful for the beliefs that got us to where we are today and not need to include them in the future. And so if we start to look at what does this situation represent, what does how I feel represent and what are the beliefs that are either supporting me or limiting me? then we start to kind of peel back the layers and can see what's really happening. Because what we're really talking about is an evaluation challenge. Like if I'm evaluating that it's not worth the cost to to go the whole journey, then I won't take the first step. But is my evaluation accurate? Well, most likely not. I'm probably evaluating that the cost is too high or the price is too high or I can't do it. Well, those are belief things. If I'm evaluating correctly, then it's just like, oh, this is just what I do to get this result. Like, that's when the steps start to become more natural. So I would say to that person is, look, let's look at your belief structures. Let's look at what you believe about yourself and about the world. Let's look at what you believe is possible and say, does that work for you? Or there some, is there some tinkering under the engine we want to do with those beliefs to kind of make it work better for you?
0: And I think without even knowing the answer themselves, like once they start to really think about it. They're gonna learn a lot about who they are and why they don't want to wait and be patient and
1: absolutely, you know. And then maybe
0: up until that point, that's why they haven't had results. To be honest with you, right. like you have to get through that section, and then yeah, I think that's great. So I want to know why um, superhero minds. Where does that where does that come
1: from? <laughs> well, so I believe we all have superpowers, right? Like we all have these genius areas that are magic, right? Uh, and I grew up watching GI Joe and X Men, and you know I was I was a boy in the middle of the country, you know, like I I love dressing up as Superman for Halloween. So like I've, there's always been a really special place for superheroes in in my life, and probably the most meaningful moment was I remember my my youngest daughter drawing me a picture one time, and and it was of Super Dad. And I was her superhero at a certain point in time in her life. Now, she's a teenager now, so she's kind of outgrown that. But that always stuck with me is that, who could I be a superhero for? And then the transition became, how do I be my own superhero first? And so one of the greatest ways that we can do that is we can purposely train our mind to be our superpower because that turns us into a superhero.
0: That's amazing. I love that connection. Like. I gotta start thinking this way. <laughs> there you go. No, awesome. Like, but don't forget about He-Man and She. What was it, Sheba or Shira, or what yeah, was her yeah. name? Right. That's so, her, That's no, what I used to I, watch. I, my
1: brother and I may or may not have built the He-Man castle out of Pampers. box oh, yeah. when we were young. So.
0: Yeah, I still remember 18. Anyways, I won't get into that, or I'll start singing some of those songs. Okay, so I'm all about those old theme songs, but. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, the superheroes. Wow. I love that. So it's just, I don't know. It's just and with COVID and everything, do you find that things are shifting
1: like with your clients? Like, do you find it's the problems are different? Like they're- They are and they aren't, right? Like I think everybody is squeezed, everybody's squeezed financially right now. Everybody is uncertain everyone in the world's emotional bandwidth is more full than it normally is. And so we're more short with our spouses and our kids and we don't have as much patience and we don't have as much productivity or focus. Like, like this is a common world problem right now where we're all doing that. And then there's all of the other regular issues that we always have. Like, how do you balance the budget? How do you get to work on time? You know, like, how do you, you know, be a good parent? Like all of these things are there at the same time. So what I have found with the clients that are more, the people that are more successful right now are people that have strategies and plans that they can reference and people they trust that they can call. Like it really can kind of be as simple as a plan and a person to call sometimes. And and because because it is, is it's an anchor point that you can always come back to. When life gets chaotic, we want to have simple solutions Well, we want to come back to an anchor point that we've already established that we can trust.
0: And it Mm -hmm. it makes it
1: easier to stay on the path.
0: For sure. And I don't know if it's just me, but like I've been, um, I'm an essential worker, so I've been at, I haven't missed a day of work, but I know that a lot of, since COVID has began, begun, um, a lot of people have the time now to invest in themselves more. So I'm Absolutely. hearing a lot of people like once the, the initial, you know, boredom thing sets in and, and everything gets a little more clearer. I haven't been bored, trust me, but, right. uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people I know, a lot of new contacts, a lot of um, co-workers of mine, they're all investing in themselves more right now because they've got the time. They maybe see problems that they didn't see before. They see challenges and, and they don't want to go back to the norm, right? So right. I think right. this is a great time to to reach out to those people because I think people are really looking at life and looking at the world differently. So I, I think I what agree. you're offering is really gonna gonna be helpful right now.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I just wanna help as much as I possibly can. Oh,
0: no, for sure. I mean, where were you when I needed that help?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm just a phone call away. So.
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's awesome. So um I understand that you have four children, you said? Four children. And for teens, is there anything that you would recommend different than what you would teach for an adult? Like, how do you, like, do you think the, the strategies and the steps are different? Because I mean, I'd love to use some of what you, what you teach for my teenager, right? So I'm just right. wondering if, if, um, the steps are, have to be altered a little bit or, cause I'm sure you're teaching that within your own family as well. Right. Is there anything that we should keep in mind when we're dealing with, with younger? Well, I
1: think that the, the greatest thing that you can do with your kids is create space for communication and invite them into that space. Because a lot of times when our kids feel like we're chasing them, they run the other direction. But if we're inviting them towards us, they can kind of close that space at their own comfort level. So the strategies per se aren't different, but maybe the language and the delivery we use is a little bit different. You know, we might want to break the steps, you know, a step for you that is very normal and natural. We might have to break into 10 steps for a a child or something like that. And so just breaking down the systems further, but it's the same wireframe system that we want to teach because success is success. Genius is genius. And there are pillars that are consistent across the board in those things. And then then it really is about like for parents, the best thing you can do is stay involved and know your kids, like keep learning your kids. Because all four of my kids, I I would have to have the same conversation differently with to get the same result.
0: Right, right, and it's the same with adults too, right? But I find that if we start, yeah, I find that if we start younger, you you may not need as much of it when you get older. Like I know that if I knew half of the stuff I know now, when I was struggling as a teenager and as a young adult, I think. Um, my life would be different right now. I think it's important to teach this kind of thing right. in school. I think it's important right. to um, for people to learn, you know, not just once you become an adult and and you see that things aren't working for you. Let's try to get this before we reach that part, right? right?
1: Yeah, you don't <laughs> wait until we turn 35 to work on it. So. Or 48, yeah. So right. <laughs> but but what I would say what I would say to the parents is part, like when you learn something new, and you decide you're gonna teach it to your children, you become the hero in their story. So like you get to be that conduit to their growth, but we have to do that very intentionally. And we have to have specific strategies of what we're looking for in specific conversations. One of the things that we have to be cautious with when we're communicating to our children is sometimes as parents we can speak to them as who we think they're going to become down the road as opposed to who they are right now. And so it can create a tension point where like I've done this with my kids where I I know what their potential is. So I speak to their potential as opposed to where they're at now. And it can create some frustration. And so I've just taught myself to, to speak to them one degree more than they are, like one inch further than they are. So it, it kind of invites them further down the journey. And I think all of us is all of us as parents want our kids to listen to us and we specifically want them to listen to us even when they're not listening to us and that's where we pattern in these beliefs into them so that when they have a major choice they can try to not listen to us but they're going to listen to us anyways so
0: and I think they listen when we think they're not listening.
1: Oh, they're, oh, they're super they're, smart. They're super they pick, smart. pick up. So.
0: <laughs> it's so true. I think my kid's not listening to me and all of a sudden it's like he comes out with these brilliant, you know, strategies okay. and these brilliant, I don't know. He's a great negotiator. Let me tell you. That's awesome. Um, do you, have you um, gone through, like, what would you say is your biggest internal struggle going through a, with a client? Like going through, um, is it because you sound like a very patient man and I
1: try to be you sound
0: that. like, a, you know, like you really want to help people. It's not like, okay, I've created this thing and you know, I'm, it's going to work because I think it's going to work, you know, right? like it right. really sounds like, like, you know, you can just tell when people really care about what they're doing. Right. So I can Absolutely. see that Absolutely. you care Absolutely. about what you're doing. Um, is there anything that, whether it's internal or external that you find is like a little bit of a struggle for you in your business? Or do you feel, or maybe dealing with certain, certain blocks? Do, do you know what I mean? Like I just. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that we all have places that we limit ourselves. We all have blocks. We all have belief patterns that don't serve us. So what I've committed to do personally is continue to be aware of that journey and walk that journey. And so I look at my emotions as indicators So if I feel stress, if I feel tension, if I feel overwhelmed, if I feel fatigue, usually for me as a person, that's an indicator that I'm out of alignment and I'm not being my highest self. And so I've trained that in over time. Obviously, it takes a lot of practice. And so when I'm working with a client and something comes up, I'm like, oh, that's interesting that that's coming up. And then we just we kind of dive in and assess it at that point in time. But I, I work really hard to build really great, safe, trusting, open relationships with my clients so that we can have those conversations. Because when those things come up, it's an incredible teaching moment. If, when you can model to somebody how to be aware of your emotions, evaluate them from strength, and make a strategic decision on what to do, well, then the emotion's no longer in control. They're still in control even though they're feeling an emotion
0: that's so interesting like the way you put that it really makes sense to me like alignment is not a word that i use very often but i really like it when you're describing what you're doing because it (laughs) makes a lot of sense right it's just like you just know you're off and you're you know behind the game and you're just not sure why and yeah i love that it it really gives me like a, a you know a mental picture of what you're talking about when you use that word right
1: and so and so imagine taking that mental picture and building it into your standard operating procedures or things you do every single day to make sure you're dialed in on that all the time. Like imagine that. What that's the life that we can build.
0: Hmm. Wow. Do you have anything that you maybe want to say for somebody that is not um, even is not even sure of what um, of what mindset really means? Like the word mindset. Would be your definition of perhaps somebody who is um a little bit on the fence fence about yeah hesitant yeah introduced
1: no that's okay what i would say is that that think about what you believe about the world and what you feel our feelings are great indicators you know so if you're feeling something you don't want to feel that's probably an indicator that there's something out of whack there right and so then if we start to say it's like well what do i believe about the world what do i believe i deserve what do i believe that I?" think what do i want like you just start doing some exploration work don't get caught up on any label of word like mindset what do you believe about the world what do i want to feel what do i like doing what are the experiences that were meaningful to me like there the, there's the truth is underneath all of our experience and so then we say is like the the next question is is what do i think about a lot what do i find myself focusing on when i'm not trying to focus on anything what's the thoughts that that keep coming back to my head And that's where we start to get into the belief patterns and the desires. Like, it's just like, it's like a Creek leading to the ocean, right? Like if you find the Creek and you follow it long enough, you'll hit the ocean.
0: Yeah. And sometimes like you're engulfed in these feelings and you don't really have clear thoughts. Like I know, you know, with a lot of people with uh, mental health and like, I suffer from anxiety, depression, and PTSD. And sometimes I get into this low where. I don't really feel anything, but I know there's something more, right? So your thoughts aren't really clear and you're not there yet, but that is enough to, you know, whether or not you've been told certain things growing up or whether, you know, maybe it's not what you believe and how you want the world. Maybe it's just what you
1: don't want. Right. And, 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 and sometimes that's the easiest place to start is what don't I want?
0: Yeah, I you find that I mean? if you're just starting, yeah, and you're a little bit confused and all you, your emotions are are kind of bigger than your thoughts at that time, right. you know, and, and you can't focus on your thoughts and it's, it's all about how you feel and you're so engulfed in that, that I think it is easier to say, you know, what don't I want? Like, I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, everything I think, like all these terrible things, or I want to feel right. better about myself and my business, my family, you know?
1: So a really quick exercise that somebody in that position can do is say, list 20 things you don't want, whether it's feelings or actual things, and then rewrite them in a positive about what you do want. If I don't want to be angry, I want to feel peace. If I don't want to be broke, I want to have money. If I don't want to be unhappy, I want to be happy. And that can start that pivot of the focus towards the positive as opposed to the negative.
0: Yeah. And it sounds so simple, but wow, what a change. Right. like. You know, you go from somebody who's complaining, 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 they don't like how their life is and how they're, to not seeing things that way anymore. You know, even before you get started, just to change the language and yep. change, yep. like you said, you know, change it from a negative to a positive. And for some people, that's really hard to do.
1: It is. And for it
0: others, is. it it's just, you know, they don't even need that step. They just jump right into your program, sort of, you know. Yeah. So everybody is on different levels. And I think it's great that we've mentioned that because... Um, yeah, it's just, like you said, not everybody, you know, we all start the journey where we start the journey, right?
1: And that's, that's great. Wherever we're at on the journey is great, right? So there's, a, there's other little tricks you can do to to flip to the positive. And one of the things we like to do is say the good news is, and so whatever situation you're in, tell yourself the good news is, and force yourself to finish that statement. You can't actually answer that negatively. And so it's just training the brain. And, and always remember all of these things are skills, which means anyone can learn them if we put in enough practice and if we try and we keep going. You like everybody in your audience can learn a skill, and so once we set them, set our mindset to do it, we just practice it, and over time you'll get better at it.
0: I also find that distraction sometimes taking it away from your problems, and maybe mm-hmm. looking at other mm-hmm. things can also help. Like um, start that, start that process. Like this might be a little bit of a side topic, but. Um, so I went to Guatemala in in March we did a mission trip there as our first um, we created this uh, and I came back and I felt so much less like complaining you know like it's just the difference like if you think about your problems are big to you but in, in in midst of of all these huge you know problems in the world and where you live and they're really quite small like they feel like the more you concentrate on on the problem the bigger it becomes right so yeah so i think that just being grateful and learning how to change like you're saying the negative to the positive and being a bit Uh, Just, you know, becoming more grateful, even for the small things, even though you think that your life might be crap, or you think that, you know, it's really not like you really do have a lot of wins, right? And a lot of great things going on. So I think it's really important, because I think there are a lot of miserable, honestly, miserable, sad people, and not miserable by choice. I think that a lot of people are unhappy, you know, I I see that all the time. Like I used to be one of those people, you know? And sometimes you don't know where to start. So I think that's great going from negative to positive and just small, like you said, small steps, I think is really, really gonna be helpful to everybody.
1: Absolutely, yes, I hope. And and then anything that I can do to help along the journey, I'm definitely here.
0: No, that's awesome, that's awesome. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that maybe you, you feel like you wanna mention?
1: Well, I mean, there's like in this world of mindset and success and you know intention, there's 400,000 conversations we can have. So one of the things I would say is that I, I would love to offer to all of your audience like a, a complimentary 15 to 30 minute like strategy clarity call if they want to reach out and, and I can send you my Calendly calendar. And. You can just post it for them. And if they want to book with me, I'd love to chat with anybody and just kind of help them get started any process. I'm first. Okay. Okay. I gotta go first. Absolutely. And then
0: what? You guys gotta jump on this, man, because this guy's serious about what he's talking about. And I just met him like, you know, what, an hour ago? Absolutely. (laughs) But I see all the great things he's doing and you know, he he cares about it. He sounds like he's really gonna help you out. So this is awesome. Yeah, just we'll drop the links in the show notes and People should definitely connect with you. I think you know what you're talking about, and you seem very personable, very easy to talk to, and and very patient.
1: <laughs> well, we're all on this journey together, and so, you know, we got to find the good. We have to be grateful, like you said. We have to, you know, kind of, sometimes all we're doing is stealing inches back for good, and that's okay. Like, let's, we're all on this journey together, so let's Exactly,
0: exactly. Wow, so thank you. You've helped me out, you know, personally today, too, so I really appreciate wonderful. that yeah and I know that thank Thank you so much no problem anytime um yeah I think that there's a lot of people you know whether they're listening in their car or at home or you know maybe they're having a bad day and they don't know where to start and uh, that's what this show I'm hoping this show brings is people not I don't want people to feel like they go through things alone so there are people I mean obviously these programs exist because people need them right which means that there's a community of people like we're all humans. We probably all need this at some point. And that's why I think it's so important to educate yourself about these topics. And so I love your program. It sounds great. It sounds like an, not I'm not going to say an easy way, but it sounds like a very doable, you know, step, like a stepping system that can actually make people feel like they're moving forward. Right. So I think that's Absolutely. awesome. Because if it's too complicated, nobody nobody wants to add more like chaos and complication right to their
1: life right like <laughs> we all need we all need simplicity and we all need predictability so you said it much better time. than i did
0: yes thank you
1: <laughs> you're welcome i'm
0: more of a sure. heart person not so much a words person but
1: anyway yeah, that's all right you are doing beautiful work and you're doing beautiful work and adding so much good to the world so we're i'm incredibly grateful for you
0: oh thank you so much i appreciate that yeah so i'm gonna you know send all the information here i'm gonna make sure that i've got all your contacts and i really really appreciate you uh, you speaking to everybody today i'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to benefit so awesome. thanks for coming on sean
1: absolutely so well thank you so much i appreciate it. it was super fun
0: thank you for tuning in to this week's episode if you enjoyed what you heard please subscribe or leave a review See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.